Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 22 of the Lodcast. We got the three of us here, me, Asher, and Matt. And uh, how have you guys been doing? I'll let Matt go first. I got a, I got a very big story to tell. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty good. You know, um, like I, uh, like discussed in the last uh, uh, episode, my day of reckoning has not come yet. So, uh, still waiting. I was going to ask, how's Best Buy been, Matt? How's it been treating you? I think I'm under contract not to disclose any opinions about Best Buy. <laughs> but if I were to say anything, but if I were to say anything, is I feel like I'm a god because old people don't know technology and I do. That's about it. Very cool. Well, alright, I guess... Uh, we can go into what happened with me. So, basically, uh, Matt and I are both captains for esports teams at our college. Also, you guys will hear the beep again because it wasn't fixed. Anyways. Yay! Uh, yeah, so basically, someone on my esports team was being very mean to everyone. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep details light. They were being very mean. And I said, hey, why are you being mean? And I said that in DMs to them. Like, hey, could you work on it? And the person responded, no, I won't stop. They didn't say no, I won't stop being mean. They said, uh, not a problem. I'm leaving the team. Good luck. Have fun. And then the coach or the professor who, like, leads the entire thing. He uh, created esports. Keep that. Yeah, he created esports, by the way. He, like, everything is his idea. Like, video games, too. Uh, he contacts <laughs> me and says, uh, quick call. And he calls me on Zoom. We have a meeting. And he's like, yeah, I didn't like how you attack. Because apparently the person that I called mean who left the team snitched on me. And said, I said the R word. And I want you guys to guess what the R word is. Matt knows what it is, Eric. What do you Redacted. think the R word is? Redacted. <laughs> Retarded. Yeah. <laughs> he said I'm more than aware. He said I said the R word, and the person was very insulted by it. And um, he was like, I don't think you understand the full gravity of the situation, you know. Uh, saying that word is very bad. And so he roasted my fucking balls alive about saying the R word. And I was about to pull the race card, but you know, I'm a nice guy, as they would say. Uh, I, I don't hate people with mental disabilities. But apparently I do now. Um, so, that's my new personality trait. I hate people with mental disabilities. I wonder what's going to be next. Can I yeah. quote you on that? <laughs> yeah, quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like the podcast slogan. I hate people with mental disabilities. <laughs> that's the title for the video. Mental disability. <laughs> no, we'll call it Ash's Big No-No. <laughs> But yeah, no, basically I had to write a reflection for the professor and say what I did wrong and how I can fix it. And all I learned from this entire ordeal is you can't trust bitches. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty fun experience. Yeah. Outside of that, my week's been, uh, my last two weeks have been all that exciting. Uh, YouTube's just been getting up, but like, it's just been catching up to me. But how about you, Eric? Uh... Pretty good. I mean, obviously, last time we had the podcast, shit was kind of hectic for me. 
uh it's calmed down dramatically since then um and it's been nice because i've been just honestly i've just been recording kind of non-stop like bits of everything uh i was talking to kavolu in my chat about it because he's like what are you doing tonight and i was like ah well i had like i did four episodes of no man's sky i did three episodes of grand ages i actually completed grand ages i finished season two so that's just a matter of putting those out i did an ep- i did video in subnautica and then i did four battlefront 2 videos and it's just like i've just been doing a bunch of things and uh yeah and it's been nice to actually be back and recording everything again feels like uh in a while yeah i feel that but i think with that we can kind of wrap this up matt you want to take some of the general internet stuff uh yeah sure um so uh this week like last week it's been last week was kind of boring but this week isn't not so boring there's been some stuff so we're gonna start off with the playstation 5 they just uh released um a whole presentation of their ui and it's looking pretty good yeah so i saw the thumbnail for the video i'm actually looking it up right now like describe to us what the ui looked like whoever thinks they can do it remember this is a podcast we got to use our words uh let me go on youtube because <laughs> i remember like the home screen isn't blue that's all i remember but it it re- actually reminded me a little bit of the playstation 3 ui but they give you i remember looking at it so they show you ratchet and clank and it gives um some information about it like what you have but then if you go down it basically says oh just jump right in right now so basically it boots up the game automatically and then it just puts you right back where you were oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i think it's interesting you mentioned that because i remember for like the longest time like since the launch of the or not the launch the announcement of the launch of the xbox series x they're like yeah, you can switch games seamlessly. But the thing that they didn't mention was, like, starting the game seamlessly. And I find that really interesting, because I also remember... I don't know if it was during the UI presentation. Because uh, I only saw videos about the UI presentation. I didn't watch it myself. Uh, yeah, that- so I'm looking at it now. And basically... So if you want to go back to the home page, you still see the game layout that So it's showing um uh what's it called? Little Big Planet. And so the guy's like, "Oh, let's go check out the menu." And then it shows it. Cool. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That is pretty cool. It just has like the game in the background. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, uh I think I, I remember I'm paraphrasing once again. Like when they were talking about designing the PlayStation 5 UI, they really just wanted to focus on, like, returning back to... Go, basically going back to form for consoles. Because, like, especially in the last generation of consoles, it got really bad. PC, the consoles basically just became, like, glorified PCs. In that... It, it wasn't nearly instantaneous, but I remember when I had my Xbox 360, I'd put a game disc in and the game would just start up. And that was it. 
And then in the case of like the generations before that, it was even faster. You just plug and play. But then recently it's gotten a lot more hard to just do that. So when they were designing the PlayStation 5 UI, they really wanted to focus on like just making it so that games were easy again. Like they wanted I, I think the specific quote was we want to make sure that we know that people only have a limited amount of time to play on a console, and we want to make sure that however much time that they spend on our console is, like, worth it to them. So, basically, very good statement by Sony, I think, for PlayStation. On the other hand, Xbox. They have that whole thing about, like, seamlessly switching games, but Xbox's UI has always been really cluttered. Yeah, I, I, don't, I never thought the 360 was fine. I think once they like finally updated the UI to like its final version, I think it was. I think that was probably their best UI. I, I don't even play Xbox. My brother does, but whenever he's like, "Oh, can you uh, show me how to navigate to this?" and I'm like, "I have no fucking idea how to navigate the Xbox <laughs> One layout." It's weird. You know, as someone who has both. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Xbox UI. I'm really not. Uh, however, PlayStation just released a new UI, right, to like update the ones they have, right, for PlayStation Four. And I shit you not, it is one of the worst things they could have fucking done. Like, I haven't updated my PlayStation yet. It, it's not that it's like terrible, right? It's not that at all. And they didn't change much, if anything, really noticeable. Um, what I have noticed is that they've made like they've made it incredibly favored towards like I, I can't even I don't even know it's just stupid they just made it more complicated for the sake of making it more complicated and I think that's the big issue I have with it because like I like to record my videos on PS4 in a party I like to be in a party because that way I don't have to deal with anyone else. I have my like the area to myself and I can record my audio. Not to mention it gives like a natural like it lowers the volume of like uh, of the game you're playing because you're in a party and it's intended to be around people. So you can kind of adjust the volume of your voice to game settings kind of like you can on the Xbox too, which is very helpful when you're doing recording when I was when I'm recording. They got rid of that on PlayStation. So now I'm playing Battlefront 2 today and I'm to get in a party now. You can't just start a party. You can't just like go in, create party. Can't do that anymore. You have to go in, click create a party, and then it says create a group. And then you have to invite somebody to the group to start a party. You cannot start a party just yourself anymore. You have to invite somebody. And so it's like, what the fuck is this? I have to. Why is this? And then you. If you try to like hit back to like no, just create a party. It just gets you out, kicks you out of the whole system. You got to restart it. It's like another minute, two minute process to get it back up. And it's like, oh my god, I just want to have a party to myself. I don't want to have to be with people right now. So and, are you forced to talk to people? No, I ended up. I I invited my friend who was offline, and he has the PlayStation Four app. And he's like, why the fuck did you just invite me to PlayStation? I was like, I, I didn't. But like, I was like, I was forced to. He's like, why? And I was like, because they're making me right now. I can't not invite you. And he's like, that's so stupid. I was like, I know. I don't want to talk about it. I, I feel Sorry. like this is a case of one of those things where like, it's helpful to the players. Like, guarantee you, there's. It's not just you. It's like tons of other people who use that. 
And then they were like, what? Who would ever do that? Who plays video games without their friends? What, people record with their own audio and don't want to do the audio balancing themselves? Who would do that? We know better. Let's just get rid of it. And that's probably what happened. Yeah, it, it's just... It's more complicated, and it feels like it's just being complicated for the sake of being complicated. Like, there's no reason for it to be like this kind of thing. And, uh, again, it's not a game breaker, obviously. I'm, I'm still going to play PS4. I'm playing it right now. I'm actually playing No Man's Sky as we speak. Um, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, it's unnecessarily complicated for the sake of being complicated. It's like, why the fuck would you even make this update? Is it to force people to get the PlayStation 5? Like, it's like, yes, get this. Have, be, have a simpler UI. Yeah, and kind of returning to Xbox with that, like, I think, because, all right, I, I've never owned any PlayStation console in my life. I think the only thing I ever did was play games on PS2 from, like, friends' houses. That's, like, I've always had the Xbox, so I feel like the, the big problem with Xbox, at least, which I... I feel like you kind of described with the newest PlayStation 4 update is that for Xbox, they had like tiles for everything. So yeah, like, yeah. There's like a tile for. There's, there's I have like a different, one too, so I yeah, get it. I, there's different sections, there's tiles and all that. And like you click the tile, and then there'll be more options. And you like you can go down like infinitely basically into various options. And it's just like. I just. I remember when I first saw the, PS, the PS3 um, UI. I was like, what the fuck is this? This looks ugly. But, like, thinking about it now and just, like, looking back at it, I remember the PS3 UI was, like, it just had, like, a bunch of options. And, like, you'd scroll over and it'd just be, like, either your games, your friends, your list, or whatever. And it was like, wow, that is really cool. And I'm sorry, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get us canceled again. This is That's, like, legitimately just a Japanese thing. <laughs> Like, the, the whole simplicity aspect. Like, us us Americans with our fucking 32 million stacked folders on our desktops versus, like, some Japanese guy who just has, like, three icons. That's basically what's happening here. Where it, It's just like, they're modernizing the UI, but they fail to understand that making it look nice doesn't fix its functionality. Yeah. Boom, Speaking of bad... Avengers the video game, the player base, not looking too good. <laughs> so how it's God. done. So I didn't buy it. I have this YouTube Neither channel. Neither did I. I have a YouTube channel. Like, it's called Oni Plays. Some people might recognize it. It's like I just watched them because it's like funny haha in the background for me. And they were playing it. And like, I remember the game was getting getting really fun. Like, by the way, this is spoilers. Like, midway through the story of the game, like, you're, you're supposed to be playing Miss Marvel before she's Miss Marvel. And you, like, have stretchy arms and shit, and you're playing as the Hulk. And, like, it looks, it looked really fun. Like, it, it was definitely shaping up to be a fun game. And then, right as soon as, like, you need to find, like, where Tony Stark is, and you need to find, like, these artifacts and shit, the game just fucking becomes, like... Your typical Destiny game. There's no longer a linear story. It's just straight up open environments. You got to run around to collect shit. And I felt like, what? Like they just, the game just went to fucking hell after that. From what I saw. And it was like, what the hell? 
I don't know who decided to think, oh, a live service Avengers game. That will work. Just because it's the Avengers brand doesn't mean live service is going to work. Well, live service games in general have seriously gone down in popularity. Because yeah. it, it got to the point where everyone started doing it. And yeah. then everyone started finding their own game that yeah. they really liked. Whether it would be Borderlands or if it was Destiny or whatever. Like, I know very few people played it, but Anthem even, right? You know, you have you have your game. Adding another one, and it's not going to do anything. I know Destiny is probably the last live service game I know that has like a pretty de- like good player count. But I heard so when it comes to console player base for the Avengers, it's not great, but it's not holy shit. This is really bad. It's not Anthem level, right? But on PC, it's dead. There's, you can't find anyone. Um, and then they kind of fucked themselves too, because um, I think by um, late November, early December, they were supposed to come out with the new next-gen version of the game, while also releasing their new free DLC character. They decided to push it back to oh, next no. year. No content. <laughs> And your game is already so fucking dry. I, yeah, I was like, holy fuck, you just put yourself in a corner. What are you going to do? Oh my, it, it's funny too that like you mentioned that there's no players. So uh, I recently went to like a local game store and like I, I walked up and I told the guy. Well, there, you go to or... game stores? What? Wait, is it GameStop or just some like... It was, it, it was like, like a comic book shop that like sold games. Uh... Yeah, so, like, I went in, uh, I asked the guy, like, because I saw Avengers, I'm like, oh, how many of those have you guys sold? And he was like, oh, you know, not a lot of people are coming in and buying those, and it's not very popular, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I heard the game was really bad, and he's like, yeah, it kind of is. I'm like, oh. Speaking of game stores, Microsoft gives GameStop, uh, 1-10% to of digital Game Pass revenues, I don't know this. Who does? Yeah, it's my topic. Uh, Alrighty. So, yeah, something that kind of shocked, I guess, me here is that Microsoft decided to be the lord and savior of GameStop. And they uh, they decided that the, the deal hasn't been official, like, yeah, made official, but they, they've confirmed it exists. So, like, apparently there's some agreement with uh, with Microsoft where every sale with the game pass like a digital game or whatever it'll serve as like they'll get anywhere from one to ten percent of that sale so it's to kind of i guess keep gamestop alive what i want to know is who fucking had fucking blackmail smut of one of the executives of microsoft to get this <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah that is something too to think about like how the hell did they manage to get that because it's like why else would every other console like because like with the x i say every other there's the two main ones we have that are coming out they have it so the digital sales are like a digital only console so like clearly they're looking to phase out consoles why would they be doing that and then there's some people rumoring and suggesting that uh well maybe this is to uh push their console more and like they'll be favoring the um 
uh, the, the Xbox One more, or the Xbox Series X over the PlayStation 5. But even then, it's like, yeah, but to give away, a, that's a lot of profits. Like, they sell a lot anyway kind of thing. I don't understand why they would do that. I, I don't know. It just seems very complicated. They're like, why would they do that? Unnecessary, I guess is a better word. And, and I don't know if I'm right about this, but didn't they also say they'd give like 1% of any Xbox Series X or S sales? Like, I didn't hear about that, but then again, I didn't focus too much on like on it. I was just kind of more shocked that they. Yeah, no, it's it's that. like well, how the fuck did they land this? I'm I'm thinking that in uh, <laughs> it was probably like Microsoft recently, at least from what they've been acting like, or at least Xbox. They seem they want to portray themselves as the good guys of the industry, you know. So the gamer. Yeah. yeah exactly like making most games on xbox no like basically every game on xbox series x backwards compatible uh with like anything so like you can play basically any game from the past and that was like really cool everyone was like wow you guys don't have that many launch titles but i can play my old games but better and then there's like obviously game pass uh, also, um, interestingly enough, now that we're on Game Pass, apparently Bethesda and Microsoft made a statement, or at least it was Microsoft, that they don't, Bethesda, or actually I think it was Bethesda, but Bethesda said they don't, like, the deal with Microsoft is good enough that they don't need to make games for any other console to, like, do well. So, like, I don't know. Is Microsoft just, like, fucking... I feel like, for the longest time, they had all their money invested in being TV. And now, like, now that Phil Spencer's work is finally paying off, maybe they're, like, getting a cash influx and they're, like, investing it in the right places. Well, that and, too, I think the Xbox especially, well, the, um, the, the one had a big identity crisis it didn't know what it was going to be like people didn't know what it was supposed to like represent and i think now that it found that in a sense it's more <sighs> they're they're finally making something of it you know whether or not you know how well it does is not really the question i think it's just more of um they found what it is that they were looking for in terms of a council and uh I, I, that's probably what's led to more of an influx of cash yeah, no, it's crazy. And then, obviously, this is gonna... Will it save GameStop? Maybe. Uh, It'll help, for sure. Now, the the thing I, I can't help but wonder, you brought up... Um, what's it called? Why, why am I drawing a blank? Bethesda, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't help but wonder, like, okay, yeah. Say this, the deal was lucrative enough, or lucrative enough, uh, I misspoke, whatever. That they don't need to make a game for another console. Cool. That's cool. Um, what I can't help but wonder in this scenario is that will Sony be looking to find a competitor to this? Like, obviously, I don't feel like Sony will just take this sitting down. I, I really have a, a difficult time believing that Sony's just going to be like, nah, we're done. We're just going to let Bethesda be Bethesda. That's cool. Um, and. You know, uh, we saw that Obsidian already is making that... I can't remember the name of the game. Yeah, it was called Avowed. Yeah. 
basically they're making that that's very similar to the i guess elder scrolls genre i can't help but wonder and think like okay is this a way to i don't know i feel like but sony will have to invest in some sort of competition in that and how quickly will they be able to get it out and for how long we're supposed to be waiting on the next elder scrolls does that mean that like I, 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 there's a lot of speculation, obviously, but I, I can't help but just think, like, what if Sony manages to find a, um, find it, like, made it make get another comp- competing game out there. And speaking of that, like, are there any other major first-person RPG, like, developers? I can't think of any. None that are like first-person RPG, because obviously you have games like The Witcher, and then you have games like. Uh, Dragon Age, but third person. I mean, that would be insane. It obviously it's complete speculation, but if if Sony acquired CD Projekt, that'd be crazy. Ed, that would be in fucking insane. That'd be big brain, really. It would be a very smart move on their behalf. Whether or not it would ever happen is another question. So I am utterly convinced it will never happen. And hear me out on this. Bethesda Uh, was bought out by Microsoft. And before that, they were like buddy-buddy with Microsoft for the longest time. Like, timed exclusives. I think all of Skyrim's DLC came out. Timed exclusives, same for Fallout. Fallout 76 had, like, its beta on Xbox. And then the same goes for um, CD Projekt Red with... uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. It's a time yeah, exclusive on the Xbox. That is Xbox. true. The only the counter to that is we've seen how quickly deals can be made and broken. Between yeah, like with uh, a like, and Sony. What about Activision? Like, or even like Respawn with with uh, Respawn. With, yeah, Activision's a good one too. Respawn, Activision with Xbox. They got fucked over. And now they're both favoring Sony, which is ironic in my opinion because... Microsoft was like, fuck you, Activision. We got Titanfall. And then Titanfall flopped. And then they're like, oh, we're kidding. Please come back. And then ditched Respawn. But then they didn't get Activision back. And then Respawn went, all right, fine. Yeah, we'll just go to PS. We'll just go to all consoles now. (laughs) So I don't know, man. That stuff cracks me up. Yeah, I don't know. Microsoft. I don't know what game they're fucking playing. PlayStation's is pretty obvious. They're just doing what they always do. They make games. Yeah, they make good game. But Microsoft, they're fucking pulling this, we're gonna be the fucking future of gaming shit. They just show, they just, their whole thing, Microsoft is, they're just like, oh, look at all these studios we have. And then PlayStation is like, oh yeah, here are all the games that are coming out in the next couple of years. Or like, here are the launch titles. And here are titles that will soon be on our console. I'm just waiting for uh, Microsoft to announce that they're making Bethesda an avatar game developer like they did with fucking Rare. <laughs> Dude, what what they did to Rare is kind of unspeakable to me. I, I love Rare. And they kind of they, they kind of fucked over Rare, in my opinion. No, I agree. That was just sad. And they were like, you guys made Banjo-Kazooie, you guys made fucking... Did they make Donkey Kong? I don't know uh, if they made that. They, they made they Donkey make... Kong Country. Yeah, and they made, made Donkey uh, Kong Country. Conker's Bad Fur Day, too. Yeah, they made so many fucking classics, and then they're like, 
you guys want to develop our Xbox avatar games? Like, connected They just adventures? shoved them to the side. I, I think the problem was that um, first person, like, right when Microsoft acquired Rare, um, first person shooters like Call of Duty were the craze, so even though um, Rare had first person shooters like Goldeneye and Perfect Dark under their belt, they kind of like said, okay, we'll just save you for later. We're going to go focus on... Um, first person game first person shooters like halo and we're gonna focus on making deals with activision and so connect came around the corner like oh hey guys how you doing and they're like oh you know we're just waiting for you guys to you know give us a go on making a game he's like well you're in luck you know motion controls you're gonna you guys, make those games you guys like motion controls you guys like the wii we're gonna make the same thing. Me too. Do you like jazz? <laughs> Speaking of two, Oculus Quest Two. Oh, Lockout? that was beautiful. All right, so this is my topic. Um, so the Oculus Quest Two was released, and like, this is I. I if you're not, Didn't if, the Quest just come out. Yeah, it did like actually. last year. And like, this is like the most anticipated thing. For like a lot of people in the VR space, because in case you didn't know, VR headsets are expensive, and the Quest, in comparison to like previous headsets, was pretty cheap. And it has like its own built-in power supply, so you don't need to plug it in and all that shit. It's pretty advanced. But guess who owns Oculus? Facebook, right? Yep, Facebook. And to use your Oculus Quest, you have to sign into your <laughs> Facebook account. And guess what ended up happening? Bunch, <laughs> close a bunch of people would sign into their oculus and they said they were their facebook accounts were banned so they couldn't use their oculus so it just became <laughs> an expensive piece of metal and plastic dang it was it's it's and i kind of want to use to like jump into like the whole privacy shit like you spend eight hundred dollars on a headset and you can't even use it Facebook gaming is a joke. Yeah, whatever. Whatever you have in the Facebook gaming, Dude, <laughs> they have they have a ninja, bro. Wait, them? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking got ninja. Like, what is Eads on? Fucking hate <laughs> Dude, ninja. Ninja is just ninja. You know what? He's living it up with his millions of fucking dollars. And you know what? For all the shit that he's gotten. He Good on you, dude. Man. Good on you for fucking just milking the system and getting everything. So. Not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea either, but still. Good on him for just milking the fucking system. Yeah, he knows his audience and he just plays off of it, basically. Yeah. Does he even stream anymore, though? I have not seen it. I wouldn't know. So I wouldn't long. Know. I, I don't know, but like. But then I again, I don't watch his stream, so I can't even say that. I think it's on YouTube. I've, the only thing I've ever heard is like YouTube drama with him. No, not YouTube. Um, Twitter drama with him now. Like, I, I think a while back, like he called out Alinity for some shit, and everyone's like, and "Whoa, he Ninja's throw. wild! He's so crazy and cool! I wish Ninja would fuck my wife." Whoa. And he's he's a I don't understand. You, you don't speak of Ninja. 
he made a statement that he wanted to be like the PewDiePie of this generation, like not in terms of like controversy, but in terms of like. I would just sit there and be like, well, we already have it, and it's called PewDiePie, dumbass. Yeah, like, the <laughs> like, not dead. Like, like, PewDiePie's still alive and still doing well, and despite all his controversy, kind of like Ash said, dude still makes a ridiculous amount of money. He still has a ridiculous amount of ad revenue. Well, it wasn't even that. The reason he wanted to be like PewDiePie is because literally everyone still likes PewDiePie no matter what he does. But everyone fucking hates Ninja no matter what he does. Fucking Ninja was up there on Times Square doing <laughs> what was it like the, nin- uh, the Fortnite dance? Yeah. The Fortnite. He's like, come on, guys, come on! And then no one's doing it. He's by himself, just sitting up there. I think. He's like, come on, guys. I think the overall dis- difference is when it comes to the ever-changing. Um, environment that is youtube pewdiepie just knows how to adapt to it so he'll always have a fan base that supports him yeah he's been doing it for so fucking long and when it comes to ninja it's just he's he's the fortnite guy he's never gonna escape that he's the fortnite guy Uh, uh, you're right unfortunately what he has done is typecast himself he's the fortnite guy he will never escape that and Kind of like we've talked about it before a long time ago, at least Hosh and I have, back when it was, you know, like we had a lot of other more Elder Scrolls based people here. Um, I was actually about, about it, to talk about this too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Elder Scrolls is a great place to start. I am incredibly thankful for where I, I've kind of started and where I'm at now. And I'm, I could probably guarantee that Hosh is the same way, but getting out of that sphere is incredibly difficult it is very hard to kind of break that i want to say stigma but like break that break through the the barrier or something else yeah like for me at least i remember when i stopped making it elder scrolls videos because at this point i pretty much just make like dishonored doom uh prey stuff like that and whatever other shit i want to make uh when i initially broke out it was like my view count it still kind of is low sometimes but obviously i do have some major hits here and there but like when i initially did it my videos were getting like max like 90 98 views and this was after like coming off the high of elder scrolls where you get a minimum of like at least half your sub count and at the time when i like made the major switch i was at like 750 800 yeah i it's, I've been doing a lot of other games just for, you know, obviously I just I do other things out of the outside of lore and Dragon Age is something I've been covering lately and I found that Dragon Age doesn't do well immediately, but in the long run it does well. Cuz yeah. like when I first released my Dragon Age videos, I think that like they capped out after like a couple weeks at like maybe like 60 70 views right and then i was going back through it like before i restarted the series and like they had like three four or five hundred views and i was like damn like apparently they're they just do well and later on and that's actually how grand ages has been too and that's the only reason i've kept doing grand ages because for some reason they don't do well right away but sometime in the future they'll get a hundred two three four hundred views a video and it's just like i guess i'll do it you know, it's just because I know in the in the future it'll work out. Yeah, like, uh, for example, I made a Dishonored video. At this point, it's been, like, a year since I made it. 
but when I made it, I got like 20 views on it. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. And then like I look at it recently actually and it's like sitting at 10,000 views. I'm like, what the fuck? When did this happen? I thought right. I looked at this video and I thought it was a failure and I wasn't ever going to do it again. Like that's the thing though. Like it's it's just hard to break out of that area because I mean, as much as, you know, we all love the Elder Scrolls and everything, and I don't think that'll ever go away, but it's definitely a, an area that's incredibly difficult to to get out of. And we've seen a lot of channels. We've worked with a lot of channels that have kind of rose and fall and just never you never see her or see her from them again. Like, and, and no, it's nothing against them either. Like, but take like Koo, for example. I haven't heard from Koo in a while. I know he has his own things going on. And same with uh, Sith. He's, he's got all they all have their things. But like, we haven't heard from him in a while in terms of like video wise. Then, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this, and I know, I know, Asha, you have your your whole little thing. It's whatever. Yeah. But uh, Lady of Scrolls just completely disappeared too, and deleted her um, Discord and everything. And so, like, Wait, really? I know she said she, yeah, she was taking an. I know she said in her last community post that she was uh, doing a temporary hiatus. A lot of things came up, and I was, everyone was pretty cool with it and pretty respectful about it. But then, like. I was because I like to go on Discord and just check all my notifications, even the ones that um I have muted. I like to make sure like I get rid of them. Yeah, and, no, uh, I feel, yeah, I do that too. Yeah, and I go I go on I do it once a week with the channels I have muted, and I I go on I go through all my servers and um I go to Lady I was going to go to Lady of Scrolls and this was probably about a week and a half ago or something maybe two weeks and I was like oh shit her discord or like i was her discord was still there and then shadow in my discord chat it was just like he pinged her in my chat was like yo your discord's gone what's up and i didn't even notice like dude i was just there like two days ago what do you mean it's gone <laughs> you like a lot and it's it was i i was completely gone you know and she must have deleted it and I was shocked to see because she had like 31,000 subs, 32,000 subs. I remember witnessing that rise and fucking wanting to kill myself. <laughs> but regardless of which, it was crazy. Like I was yeah. like watching, like I was like, this is someone who made it. They managed to like get popular doing something that there's a lot of people doing. And I was like, that's someone who did it. They managed to do what we've all been trying to do in that field. And to see it kind of just be abandoned like that it's like damn <laughs> and obviously like i said they you know things come up and you know people get busy you know obviously shit gets kind of hectic at times but it was just kind of shocking to see from someone who i think has like a pretty steady channel yeah see and, and that's kind of interesting because like you said it was other channels too and i've seen the burnout so much uh, people i don't even know personally but take for example like um fudge muppet we've we've had our experiences with them like there's a reason yeah. why those guys do what they do and why they did what they did like that eventually you just don't know what to do anymore you're like i'm out of ideas i don't know what to do creatively given my week or two week long deadline or whatever deadline you put yourself on like with with you eric like you could just play new video games or you have like the entire fucking video game genre or whatever you want to do to go after but they're stuck in elder scrolls like yeah because they didn't get out of it as like quickly as they would have liked I, but I even then even then like i said like we've all had our experiences where <laughs> do i say it do i say it man 
Do I out them? <laughs> I, we all had our experiences where they they stole content from us. Uh, you know, it's and it's you know as crazy as like with Zork and me, you. It was very frustrating to watch, like us. Right, we all wrote scripts and we all had our things. And then to watch it be taken and like like literally a week later, it's like, all right, what the fuck, dude? Seriously? And then whenever we called him out, we just he they just completely ignored us. And it's like we don't have the community or the you know player base to like or like a player base, but like the people to be like, yo, what the fuck? That's that's terrible. Like, that's wrong, kind of thing. So it was kind of shitty to see happen. But I mean, yeah, that that burnout is real, and. I do get frustrated at times. I'm pretty sure you have too, Ash. Or yeah, I've taken many hiatuses, as you know. I think what I've done with Elder Scrolls that has really helped it, though, is that uh, I cover... I, like It's fun doing theory videos. We all have, like doing our theory videos, you know. When you and I did the one about the Akaviri, about... Um, no, that was the Akaviri races, but I, at the same time, I was doing one about the Sayetsuki and the... Um, the Kamal being very similar in terms of their cultures. But like those videos do well, but at the same time, it's like people do get burned out of those kind of videos. And I think it's, I do have fun going into the small things. Like I just released a video on North point and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and speaking of which, uh, I think it's about time we move this. Yeah. Kuya and I should going off. <laughs> Matt uh, just sitting there. Yeah. Uh, so it, we're moving on to the whatever we want to talk about section. Uh, first thing, not really that big, but it's my topic. Um, Modern Warfare install size reduction. So apparently, <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny when I think about it. Uh, so the Modern Warfare install size for like modern consoles, like for example, the Xbox One S, I heard this comparison. No, Xbox One S, Xbox Series X, God damn it, we did it again. Uh, or I did it again. But, like, that SSD, you could put Modern Warfare on it, and that would be half that SSD. <laughs> like, uh, I don't think that's very good. You can only have, like, what, two, three other games at max on it, when usually, like, that's... You're not playing MMOs. You're not just going to play the same game for, like, the next two years. So... Apparently, they figured they were like, oh, we fucked up. Let's fix that install size. And I don't know the exact story. I just know that they decided to lower it. Or not even decide. It's probably just like optimizations that were in the pipeline. And they finally are like reaching us. But apparently, the game is like manageable. I don't know exactly what size it is. I forget. Yeah, I have no idea what size it is either, but I'm sure I'll have to worry about that later if I ever go to... I don't know. A lot of my friends have kind of got sick of Warzone, so we haven't played it at all. And uh, I can probably say that confidently with a few other games too. I haven't touched Warzone in a while. Neither do I. I don't, nor do I want to. I just, I'm kind of burnt out on it. I'm burnt out in a lot of games like that though. And then I heard, um, uh, what was the new one called? Cold War? It's gonna yeah. be, like, even bigger. Oh, that's awful. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, like, I think that can kind of bring us into the conversation for this, in that I heard someone saying, it was on a YouTube thing I was watching, I forget exactly who, but, like, 
modern consoles are designed with like fast they're all they all have ssds so like developers don't have to really care about compressing textures that's that's the reason why like modern warfare for example is so big because it has so many different textures for various like distances like yeah this is like very elder scrolls term for at least the engine lods level of detail hence oh it's the name of the podcast uh but it's it's basically a term used to refer to like distant objects and like the level of detail like at which point a model is switched out for a higher detail one so with modern warfare given like how complex the game is with like all its graphics effects and shit they have like a million different models for every single thing on screen at any given point in time and like they keep swapping it out and apparently that was the reason why the size of the game was so big because like they had to account for various different setups like on the xbox and they just like being type of developer they are they're not developing for one console they're developing for all of them so they just ship out one big product that just looks to see what console it's on and it just like does that so with the xbox they'd have like the base xbox so the weakest console they would just like run the lowest settings but then they'd also have to have the settings in there like all the data and everything for xbox one x x play uh ps4 ps4 pro p uh the s i guess which is maybe the same hardware i forget but like that was the reason why it's so big so with newer consoles you don't really need to worry about that because all of them are going to be pretty much the same speed so like i guess maybe they'll reduce size but call of duty cold war still being big it's kind of a it's kind of scary yeah i don't know i'm i'm burnt out of call of duty i as much as you know as big as Call of Duty is, I, I'm, I have no interest in playing it. I haven't had interest in play. I played the beta. The beta was fun to an extent. It wasn't like crazy, um, and I think that's the big thing. The beta was nothing special, and so I was just like, all right, yeah. I, I think with Call of Duty, the only reason people came back to Modern Warfare is because like it was the new flashy engine with all the cool animations and everything. Yeah, and it's surprising to see that Modern Warfare is the highest selling Call of Duty of all time now, even with Black or uh, Modern Warfare 2 and 3. So that that was shocking, but I mean, you're right. I don't I don't think Call of Duty, I think Call of Duty will see a decline soon. And um I don't know when it'll happen or if it'll happen any like within the next couple games or so, but I don't know. I I think Call of Duty will will kind of collapse on itself soon. Okay, uh, I think we should move it on then. Uh, Eric, you want to go? Oh yeah, so the, the new consoles drop, and I'm sure all of us are well aware that they're coming, and every day they get closer. Uh, November 12th for the PlayStation 5 and 10th for the Xbox. I don't know if any of you guys plan on getting a console. I, I, I'm always extremely I'm hesitant. Wait. I'm always extremely hesitant to get it to get consoles on day one because they usually have bugs and other issues with it but i don't know man it's very tempting because like assassin's creed valhalla and cyberpunk 2077 come out like not even a week later and it's like damn i want to play that on the new consoles and not to mention you get all these backwards compatible games already like the witcher 3 um oh, fuck i don't even know what other games are. that's the only one i really cared about 
But they already listed off a bunch of games that are backwards compatible that will be free upgrades to it. And it's like, damn, I would really like to play those on the new consoles. At least for my channel, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. so I'm not going to buy a new console, obviously. I've, I, for me, mostly, it just comes down to like money. Because I don't have the money to buy a $600 console yet. I probably will, I, like, once I graduate. No, that's the thing, man. Just go for the digital. Like, I mean, the... I know... I don't know if it's... I'm pretty sure it's the same for PlayStation, but I did hear with the new Xboxes, the $300 Xbox is weaker than the than the $400 Xbox. That's interesting, because... We, we discussed this a bit, but, like... Do you really need to be able to play... Because I remember um, Xbox bragging about 8K gaming... There's not a single monitor out there, and TVs came and handle refresh rates that high at 8K. So, like, the Xbox Series S is perfectly fine when it comes to, like, consoles. So, I'm, I'm, I'm still fine with playing games in 1080p. Like, <laughs> I, would rather, I would rather my games look really nice or run really nice than have 4K, to be honest with you. Like, I don't really care about pushing the extreme resolutions. I just want it to I not mean, be yeah. blurry. I, I think that's it, too. Like, I, I, was it the human eye can I don't even think the human eye can see past 4K. Like, I think we can barely see 4K in, that, in, in itself. So, yeah, the, actually, interesting thing. There's, like, an entire equation for it. But basically, there's, like, a certain distance at which you can't really tell the difference. Like, if you're standing like, a foot away from the screen, you can most likely tell the difference. Because you can, like, see the pixels and shit. But if you're like real, if you're like twenty feet away, you can't tell the difference between like four K and fourteen forty p. Most likely, unless you have fucking like eagle eyes or some shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's I, I don't know, man. I definitely can't I'm buy it. But wait. yeah, like like I'm Matt said, if anything, I'll wait. Yeah, I was. I'm like I said, I'm very tempted, and I don't need disc trays. Like, that's another thing, too. Like, I don't need this tray. And it's, like, the only reason I kind of have one or, like, I, I you get games that are disc is when my mom's like, what do you want for your birthday or Christmas? And I'll just give her, like, a $20 game disc that I never got a chance to play. And I was like, get that. I'll play it. It's like, cool. <laughs> that is legit the only reason I still use disc games. Uh, but, I mean, I don't, I've been very tempted to just be like, fuck it. I don't need a disc tray. I'll just save $100 and buying a ps5 and on launch because I, on top of that i'll be buying cyberpunk 2077 and assassin's creed valhalla like that's that's gonna be the difficult thing for me to do because then i gotta I, I, I gotta play both those games <laughs> i have to uh but yeah does anyone else have anything to say about that um i'm probably gonna end up getting a playstation 5 once um the big exclusives that I actually give a shit about for coming out because Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to be on the PlayStation 4 anyway. So it just gives me even more of a reason not to get a console right, right away. True. So oh, I'm, I'm just going to wait until they're going to be like, okay, so like I'll give you an example. Like, okay, um, the next God of War game is only going to be on the PlayStation 5. That is when I'll get a PlayStation 5. God of War 5 looks so good. I <laughs> can't even deny it. Wait, they showed off the new God of War? 
No, they released like a trailer for it though, not long uh, ago. It's like a teaser trailer. It is so good. Didn't they just show a symbol with ice? <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm so excited for it though. I am too. It's definitely going to be one of the best games I've played in a while. Speaking of video games, it's, it's my turn to talk about something. Uh, I will be talking about the game Elderborn that I have been playing for the past two weeks and I've been addicted to it. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what it's about. Cause you... So, it's, it's Skyrim meets um, Doom meets um what's uh, another game that's kind of like uh meets dark souls basically so you got like the heavy metal music with like brutal with like the brutality from doom and then you have the kind of the kind of um his the medieval-esque um uh game setting and then Dark Souls with the uh, respawns and uh, enemies. It, it's just so fun. Oh yeah, I remember seeing a review about it from uh, the YouTuber GG Man Lives. Oh, I watched him too. Yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah. It. it's really cool. Some, yeah, sometimes I search through the Steam sales and I'm like, oh, let's see if there's anything good. And I saw elderborn and i was like oh this looks pretty cool let me see the reviews and they look pretty good so i was like oh if i don't like it, i'll just return it and then i ended up playing it like i already beat the game but i'm doing new game plus right now and then they also have um this other mode where if you die once then it's over so i'm interested in that but i'm gonna do new game plus first the game reminds me a lot of um there's a game from a really long time ago. Like now, it's really dated, but it was like Dark Messiah, I guess. Dark Messiah was that made by Arcane? Yes. Yeah. And the kicking mechanic is basically the same thing as Elderborn, kind of with their kicking thing. It's kind of inspired by the. Um, I, I, I freaking lo- love the kicking mechanic. It's so cool. I can't. I tried playing through Dark Messiah. Can't do it. That one like. The lady that talks in your head all the time, I can't do it. Like I don't know if you ever played it, but there's like this like spirit lady that like basically like tells you what to do, but she just she always like makes snarky comments and they're so annoying. Like just let me kick people. <laughs> <laughs> As you were saying about uh this game. Um the the weapons and gameplay are really fluid. Um, it's just, it's really just non-stop, um, just killing the, uh, evil people yet, and the bosses are relatively hard, they're like Dark Souls bosses, but not like, holy fuck, this thing is crazy, but they're still a challenge, but... You know, you kill the first boss and you get a really cool sword, and then you go around the map and you find more. It, and you find more stuff. So it's like Doom when it comes to finding the guns. Um, but then there's the upgrades, and basically, you're not to. It's kind of like 
you're not supposed to like you can try you can but if you're playing on just playing it straight through and you're just playing on like doing upgrades you're not going to get everything but if you do new game plus you'll probably get all the upgrades and that's what i'm going for right now but overall uh it's certified good game so certified good game yeah very cool yeah. the matte seal of approval Yep, good game. It's been two in a row. Yeah, I'm waiting for the day that you do a bad game. Alright, so with that, uh, how, how much time have we spent on the pod? We are now sitting at one minute, seven, one hour, seven minutes. I would be like, wow. Wow. That's, uh, it's been oh, a while. <laughs> so, let's move on to our favorite section in the pod. Oh, yes. The community section. Uh, this is a little... Missed this a typo, but uh, Eric, you get to do the community section. Uh, well, I don't oh. think we're gonna make it long because we've already got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah, but just ask one uh, of the questions. Yeah, yeah, the questions we have here, man. The first one: Will you guys be making an apology video? No, not at all. Fuck you. As you guys heard earlier in the podcast, I hate disabled people. <laughs> I'm a bad person. <laughs> I don't. I say the R word. I say the R word. You know that? Isn't that edgy? Like, ain't I cool? We're not making apology. We're not making apology video. We're sorry. There's your video. It'll be like the uh, that one episode of South Park. Forgive me for my reference. We're sorry. Yeah, we're we're sorry. sorry. (laughs) We're sorry for Ash. Being fucking uh, Ash, you're a crazy guy. You're playing with the system. Some I, I won't be able to wear uh someone's skin though. Sadly, that's an inside joke for you guys listening. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um. Uh, also, someone spell I cup. We get. We gotta make this at least have some substance. <laughs> No one? Alright, I see. I'll just start off with I and someone else goes. Alright. C. U. U. P. Now you guys don't get to say it at the same time. There you (laughs) go. There we go. Wow, we did it. Good job. So thanks for coming down the podcast, everyone. We were supposed to have a guest on. OBS decided to not let me see notifications on Discord. Otherwise, we actually would have had a guest on. (laughs) But. Don't worry, next time. Yeah, next time, maybe we'll have another guest. Who knows? Uh, But yeah, thanks for stopping. You know how this goes. If you watch this far, please just give us the like. We need it. We're desperate. (laughs) But yeah, um, leave a like. Everyone's stuff will be in the description. And uh, thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Bye.